0: Can you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever? guys, you making me better. You making me better. Can you choose to do it however, whenever, whenever? What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is Marriage at go go there, Where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. I am Felicia and I am joined here with my loving boo thing. What's up, babe? What up, though? The infamous Wayne. The infamous? Penn Jr. What's up, babe? Infamous? I mean, what do you want me to say? It
1: makes you sound like an outlaw or something.
0: I'm sorry, love. You're not an outlaw.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay.
2: You
0: all that in a bag of chips. I see what you were trying People to do. People still
2: though. say that? Yeah, they, they yeah. do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You looking good over there in that blue shirt.
2: I'm trying. I'm trying. I like blue on you. Really?
0: Yeah, it just does a little something to me.
2: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, forward. so anywho. <laughs> yes so um this is episode 25 25 for sure yes so um we Actually decided for this particular episode just to share an opportunity um that we had with you guys a couple of weeks ago. We were on a segment of Power and Praise Radio. Mm-hmm. Um and that segment was
2: A Dream Deferred No More.
0: Dream Deferred No More and that was actually with um uh, Angela Goodman Foxworth. Yeah. She is the host um, of A Dream Deferred No More She's And she awesome. allowed us Yeah, she is yeah. definitely awesome And she allowed us to come on And be her guests yep. for the day And it was an awesome, awesome experience It really was We it were was so awesome, happy yeah. So uh, we got the recording And just kind of wanted to share that with you guys For episode 25 um, Got an opportunity to brag on my love On my boo <laughs> And just to talk about marriage in general. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. It was nice. So um, it was, so nice. it the was really great. Was great. Yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. And please share some reviews. For sure. For sure. All right, and here it is. We'll play it back for you. All
1: right. Broadcast across America and around the world. Live from our studios in Sumter, South Carolina. You're listening to PowerandPraiseradio.com.
3: Good morning, good morning, and welcome now, one and all, to www.powerandpraiseradio.com. Yes, the number one radio station in all the land. We welcome you now to Dream Deferred No More. Yes, we are in the house, and we are happy to be here on this beautiful Wednesday morning. We thank God for each and every one of you who have joined us on this broadcast. And we come to remind you that is not enough to just critique your status quo. It's time for you to change it. So let's get right on into today's show because I have very special guests in the house with me that I want to present and introduce to you all. And I'm happy, excited, elated, delighted to have a beautiful young couple They are absolutely gorgeous, you all. A beautiful young couple who are doing things. And I like that. I like meeting people who are doing things. Okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today. What are you doing? So I want to introduce to every one of you, Wayne and Felicia Penn. Wayne Jr. and Felicia Penn. All the yes. way from Columbia, South Carolina. How are you both doing this morning?
0: We are doing absolutely, positively wonderful. Doing
3: wonderful. Good. Glad, to yes. doing, glad to have <laughs> you both here. You all came, highly recommended.
0: Awesome. Wow. We so appreciate it. Thank that. you
3: for accepting the invite to be a part of Dream Deferred No More for sure. yes. and motivating others yes, ma'am. Yes. to do the necessary work and make. Their dreams, their reality. So let's start out by asking you all this:
0: How old are you? I am thirty-eight years young.
1: Yep, I'm thirty-four years young.
0: Yes, we are.
1: uh Oh, she giving us the sign <laughs> yeah, It's I true that. Black. Wow.
0: <laughs> you need some ID. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I
1: have. I it thought you
0: were going to stop at thirty. No, thirty-eight.
1: Thirty-eight.
3: Wow. Yeah. They are absolutely gorgeous. They're beautiful young people. Appreciate Thank you. She's yes.
1: still a spring, she's still, still a spring chicken I, She I'm really is.
3: <laughs> You're still a baby now. You're still my baby, yes. but <laughs> you don't look at all 38. Thank God. Thank God. Oh yeah. So let's talk about Fel- Felicia and Wayne Penn I know they used to put the man first, but <laughs> oh, I don't mind no. I don't it's mind my, mind my house. house. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. It's my house. So talk to us about what it is that you all do. Before you talk about what okay. you do together, talk about who you are individually. Who is Felicia
0: Penn? Wow. Well, that's a, a great question. And I used to always start that question out um, when people would say, okay, you know, tell us about you, who you are. I always say, well, I am a soldier. I am a mom. I am this. I would always say, you know, what I do and not right, actually who, who I am. Are. But um, over the years, I've learned to kind of to paraphrase that and really tell you, about my personality and so um, I consider myself um, to be inviting Um, never want to meet a stranger Um, just an outgoing person that gets really excited about uh, meeting new people, hearing about people's dreams mm-hmm. and things that they want to do and some of the triumphs that they've had in their life. Um, so I consider myself to be, if I could sum it up into one word, a motivator.
3: I like that. Yes.
0: Now, I knew that's where you were going. Yes. I, c- I could hear mm-hmm. that in your voice. Thank you. Wayne, who is Wayne
1: um, Jr.? Just <laughs> in case seniors <laughs> listening, who is <laughs> Wayne Jr.? Yeah, shout out to Pops and mom. Yeah. yeah but, um... Wayne Jr. I think is Sophie is the motivator. I'd say I'm probably the listener. Okay. Um, I love hearing people's stories, and I love being a listening ear to people who are dealing with various issues. Mm. I think. Uh, I think the fact that I'm the only man in my house, you know, uh, mm. Fee and Corey and Cami, I'm, I'm surrounded by women. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and I love my two beautiful daughters and my yes. wife, but. Uh, they've taught me the value of listening They've taught me that uh, As you know the word says You know you be, be slow to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> Quick to <Yeah>. hear um, <laughs> And it's nothing for me to come home from work And you know pick up Cammie And she's telling me about her day Then have to pick up Corey Well not now that Corey's in college and everything but yeah. uh, I'd Corey's have to pick in what? She's in college She's a freshman she you have a daughter in college? We do you, Yeah
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little bit about uh, our story. Yeah. We can definitely get to that yeah. <laughs>
1: later. Ooh, wow. These looks she's giving us, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, Two beautiful um, girl. It was nothing for me to have to pick them both up and each of them give me their spell about the day on the way home. And they get home, and this beautiful lady right here, I'd have to hear her day. So I, I learned how to, how to listen attentively really quick. And I think the more I, I've learned to listen, the more I've actually learned how to present something or talk about a subject with more detail. And actually be more relatable. Um,
3: so, so do you find yourself, or have you find yourself, found yourself learning more about women? Oh, definitely. Become As, as you become a listener?
1: I, I'm learning more about women, although I will say that I, I think that's a book that I'll never finish. Yes. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to learn as much as I can in this lifetime and pray to God gives me the rest. But, yeah. Because that's
3: something I hear men say a lot, including mm-hmm. my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I know women, but... Oh, no. Do you listen right, exactly. to women? Exactly. So when you say they've taught you to listen, right? you know, and that's, that's not hearing with your ear gate. That's actually listening and receiving what they're saying and paying attention to what they're talking about and who they learning who they are. Yes, ma'am. And Indeed. I think that's an attribute that all men should have. I know we need it, too, mm-hmm. especially people who talk a lot like me with our parent, with our spouses. But <laughs> I think that is a great attribute that so many of us need to Adult. Oh, learn really? to listen. No doubt, because yeah. there, there's a lot
1: that people are are saying, but without words. Yeah, and I, I find myself really paying attention to what my wife is not saying whenever she's talking to me. Like there are a lot of things that she really has on her mind, but she doesn't spell out in words that she's kind of looking for me to pick up on. Flesh and
3: blood did not reveal that to you, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you doubt, yes, you absolutely. Doubt. Thirty-four years old, and you already grasped that that didn't come from you. Yeah, ma'am, you're absolutely. Right, you're right. Now tell us this. I we've got that yeah. in line. Tell us who you are collectively. What is it that you all do, and how did you get to be
2: that?
0: Well, what we're currently doing right now, um, as a couple in our marriage. Um, It's just really, you know, a lot of times we would hear that uh, young couples don't really know anything. You don't know anything until you've been in marriage about 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And we came to find out that that really um, wasn't true. I believe that you can learn some things for a couple that's only been married one or two years, you know, Um, because I believe that, you know, wisdom can come you know out of the mouth of a from anyone and so we found that a lot of the things that we were experiencing in our 11 years of marriage um we wanted to share those things Mm -hmm. you know we wanted to to let couples know that it's okay you're gonna have a fight you're gonna you know experience some things in your marriage that seems like uh, i don't know if this marriage is gonna make it right but uh, we just really wanted to share our experiences, and so we um, initially started out with, I think, a vlog. Uh, vlog. We did. Yeah. We, d- we started out we with did. that, and we felt like, okay, that's not going to work yeah. because <laughs> I don't have time to put on makeup <laughs> right. and do all yeah. this stuff and look sure. good for the cameras. So we're like, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. And so we kind of, you know, started bouncing some ideas, of course, off of each other, and um, came up with a name. And I started, you know, looking in the Bible, and th- that name, Gogatha, like so really what is the name. It's Golgotha, Marriage at Golgotha is the name of the podcast that we do And uh, we just talk a lot about You want (laughs) to kind of share, you know, about the name?
1: So Golgotha, um, you know, for those that don't know It's the Hebrew word for the place of the skull Um, It's basically where Christ was crucified Uh, You know, a more familiar term would probably be Calvary But um, the idea behind it is You know, first off, marriage uh, As far as God's purpose behind it It's intended to really showcase what a relationship between God and his church is supposed to be. Right. And also um, just the idea of being real and authentic because the crucifixion was a real, raw, Mm -hmm. authentic experience, a real, raw, authentic event. You know, there there was nothing being hidden. I mean, Christ is on the cross naked for everybody to see. And we we thought that, you know, well... As far as Christian marriages in particular, I think there is this tendency to be unauthentic, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. because uh. we're trying to put on this sh- impression facade. Facade, you know, yeah. because you know, mm-hmm. well, our marriages are supposed to look better than everybody. You yeah. know, we're supposed to be um, the light and the soul that, you know, so we can't have any real problems that, you know, we struggle with. Yeah. And, but that's not the case. Like that—that's—that's that's not what Jesus presented. That's not mm-hmm. what He expects from us. He just expects us to be real, authentic, and yes. realize that we need His help. That's yeah, right. and
0: there's always—I um, think this picture that okay, once you know you're saved in your marriage, your marriage looks perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, but y- you know, you can be saved for 20, 30 <laughs> years. You're 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 still going to face some issues. um Some yeah. difficulties in your marriage, and we really just wanted to. Um, to show that and so you know we do a podcast um you know occasionally we don't get to do it as often as we like but we just really come out with some of these uh out of the box yeah. you know topics um yeah, we try to take a lot of taboo stuff yeah that, <laughs> Such as that the church doesn't really want to talk about
1: um, we, we did a couple episodes on shacking up um we, we did an episode on uh you know, sex and marriage. Sex, I think, is something that's not talked about as much as it should be and within the church. Be. Yeah. Um, you know, often, and I, I joke with I joke with you all the time about this. Like, uh, I'm a PK. Right. You know. Um. So. You know, I grew up in a lot of church circles where, you know, you t- you, the, the, the mention of the word sex in church, talk about you know, that. and, and you, you almost grow up with this idea that, you know, well, sex is this, you know, nasty, you know, ugly, you know, hands off thing that yeah. you save for the person that you love eventually when you get married. Right. <laughs> it's like this, you know, kind of a backwards thing. Well, if it's so beautiful, why not talk about it? And and I'm not saying that you have to be like raunchy and, you know, vulgar or anything, right. but. I mean, be real Like, you know, it, it's there's a reason why people struggle with sexual temptation Because it, it, it's a good thing that God created that people desire But within the confines or the I don't even like to use the word confines It's just within the boundaries of marriage, of marriage You mm-hmm. know
0: Yeah, Yeah. and uh, we did an episode um, called The Dry Place. Yeah. um, Yeah. Talking about the dry places, you know, in your marriage, things that where it seems like there's a drought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, you need some water in there. Right, right. You know, some of those areas that, you know, you really, really might not want people to know about. Mm -hmm. And what I love about it is that it's an opportunity for us to be transparent. That's what I was going to ask. So Um, when
3: when you... are having these, doing these episodes? You're talking about from you're talking from personal experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so your definitely. own marriage is out there in the open. It is. It's mm-hmm. okay.
0: It really is. And and at first, I will definitely be honest. It was like, uh, do I really want to share this? Yeah. But um, I, I love it. It was it's it's really inspiring. And one of the things that you know God kind of helped me with is that if you are not transparent about these things so. that you know you're facing in your marriage then how are your daughters going to feel comfortable yep. you exactly you know yep. talking about it how do you expect other women to come to you That's it. and and talk about it if you're not willing to be um transparent and there are some awkward moments that wayne and i have and oh, i'm yeah. like you just put me on the spot you know you she's much it. more private than <laughs> i am yeah. yeah definitely so um and i love that it's it's really helped me grow and mm-hmm. grow in that area and how it helped to know. help your marriage Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've sure. discovered some things um, when when we're thinking about topics, you know, to, to kind of talk about. It's like, hey, have we ever even thought about this? You know right. what I'm saying in our own marriage. Right. So it's it's right. been kind
1: of a discovery, I
0: guess, um, you know,
1: for us. It, it it definitely has. Um, I've learned, I've learned stuff about feet that I didn't know before. Yeah. And I kind of find myself kicking myself because okay, you're you're 10, 11 years in, and you're al- you're still discovering. New Absolutely. things, but yeah. I mean that's not a bad thing. That's not, you know, because I mean people are complex, so
3: and we're growing all the time. Exactly, so you exactly. should learn new things about one another yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah,
1: and, and I think I think part of what has helped us too, you know, with the podcast is I, I thought at the beginning that we should do something together. Um, as far as like you know an enterprise or, or a project because it's it would be so easy for us to get caught up in our own thing like you know I, I started to get heavy into blogging at one point she started to get heavy into event planning um, she's working you know with a lot of different organizations um, that kind of stuff and so she's doing her own thing doing phenomenal and I'm over here doing my own thing and I'm like you know what, let's try to find something that we do in common so, so that we don't together. drift yeah. apart mm-hmm. and, and start getting to the point to where our projects become our husband or our wife. Yeah. You <laughs> know yeah. what,
3: God, you could have told me this at the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, when you're talking, I'm like, okay, that's for me because I'm so busy yeah. in yeah. doing what I call walking in my purpose and yeah. doing what God has for me. Right. And my husband is always working yeah so when he's home it's like boy i ain't got time to be here i got things to do so (laughs) i gotta make an appointment to see my own wife Mm -hmm. and that's where we are now 15 years together Mm -hmm. and that's how he's starting to feel like my life has taken off yeah right and although he supports me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. physically and even when we're talking we're not always together right so i i I hear you on that and that's that's great i'm taking that in i'm i'm going to tried to apply that yeah no
1: yeah. Doubt. i mean the fact that you're acknowledging that is is big like yeah. we've it's the podcast has really forced us to acknowledge stuff yeah that we weren't really prepared to do before um, yeah because
0: we have to have that conversation now that okay if i'm gonna talk to other people about this topic now yeah, we, we, to we have to have a conversation to talk to <laughs> each other. Talk, talk, you got to talk to each other yeah. about it so it, wow. i think it's really helped our marriage because it just it's been a huge communication, you know, factor. It's just helped us to communicate mm-hmm. more, and of course, as Wayne um, said earlier, listen. You yeah. know, it's so when you all came up with the idea, who started? Who had the idea for the
1: podcast? You, Wayne? Um. So I, I know when we initially started doing vlogs. That was probably more so my idea but like then when I saw I saw that you know she was like, well I, I, getting myself together is just so exhausting you know with the kids and you know making sure that I'm right for the camera and everything like that. I don't know I don't know if it was just one of us exclusively that came up with the idea for a podcast yeah. but I think we started thinking, you know well, it might just be easier to do like an audio thing yeah mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to be on camera so it might have been a mutual thing obviously. So when you
3: all started doing it, did you re- realize that it was a tool? that you all were using to learn how to communicate no no not that, initially we didn't realize that we didn't realize, we that. Didn't realize
0: <laughs> that i'm telling you it was it was just like one day it's like wow yeah. this is really really helping us yeah. and even after we would talk about certain things um on the podcast it'd be like well hey let's have this conversation you know about this or i didn't realize that
1: yeah you felt you like know. that about that subject right yeah yeah you know, so was that, that hard no,
3: Was uh, that hard to was to, that hard to, to have, have a conversation <laughs> after the podcast when you realize something or hear something? Or, man, I didn't know she was feeling that way. I know she'd think that way. Well,
1: I think, I think the hard part, the, the communication part wasn't hard. I think okay. the hard part was having to acknowledge that, okay, I thought that Fee had this idea about what I was doing initially. And, no, she actually feels this way. So now it forces me to confront something in me that mm. I have to kind of deal with yeah. and then come back and, like, it, it, it makes you eat humble pie sometimes it really does yeah. um yeah but it, it's it's been beautiful it really has
3: so what would be your best advice to another to other couples i'm not talking about other young couples gotcha. other couples because i'm hearing you all talking i'm i'm thinking about our marriage ministry at our church and so many of our own couples and we're what we call seasoned or old folk mm-hmm. we're older yeah my age and older some of us and and We could all benefit from this. So what would be your best advice to another couple who may be struggling with uh, communicating? My husband just doesn't listen. We don't talk at the house. (laughs) We're not even (laughs) in the same room. And You know, a lot of marriages have that going on.
1: For sure. Ladies first. Well,
0: I mean, I think one of the things that you you have to ask yourself, the hard question, Hmm. is do I want this marriage? Hmm. Do I... um, do I want this marriage to work? Um, I think you really have to identify um, the issues that you may have, even if they may stem from, from childhood. Some, there are some things that sometimes we don't want to share with our spouse. So I would say my, my best advice in um, how can I say this? Get naked, basically. Right. Oh, yeah. um, I see what you did. Not there. literally, <laughs> <laughs> but y- you have to be willing to reveal and yeah. expose yourself to your to your spouse. These are my vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think f- that's the first step. It's really just being transparent and being open. Again, ask the question: Do I want this? Um, make sure that you're both willing to work on your marriage and mm-hmm. admitting that, you know. Our marriage is not all that. You know what I'm saying? We have some issues. We have some problems. Um, There's some areas that I'm failing in as a wife. And I think you have to be willing to listen. And I know one of the things that I've learned from Wayne, and I I was so guilty of this. And oftentimes I I still am when he's, you know, telling me how he feels. Uh, As a wife, sometimes we feel like the man should just kind of have it all together. And we don't want to uh, listen to that emotional side of them. Preach. And <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think as a wife you you really have to be willing to listen to that and, and it works vice versa it does, it does um so if i had any advice i would number one would probably be just again ask that hard question do i really want this marriage to work and am am i willing to put in the work and am i really willing to be transparent and and be honest and say i have some flaws i know
1: i'm not the world's best Wife, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so to speak, or husband, yeah, on that note, because you stole a lot of the good stuff, but um, <laughs> just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, particularly in like um, uh, a Christian or, or church or marriage ministry context, mm-hmm. I think one of the mistakes that we make is that we, we tend to over spiritualize a lot of stuff, yeah, um, you know. For some reason, and and I'm I'm saying this from personal experience based on what I've seen and heard. Right. Like I, I've I've heard preachers over the pulpit like poo poo counseling, mm-hmm. like you know just you just just go pray, crazy, you know, yeah. get in the spirit, you know. And this, and I'm like, okay, so God can't use a clinical counselor. God Thank you. can't use yeah. a psychologist. Yes. God can't use you know somebody that's actually willing to kind of dig into your background, dig into what happened as a child, et cetera, et cetera like god, god is the origin or the originator of it all yes, so i mean right. you know he uses different avenues to to actually heal and to mend that's and right. so you know you're not going to get all your answers in a church that's you know, right you may need to sit down with yeah, a count- couch. professional <laughs> counselor <laughs> yeah exactly. know, right yeah so i mean be open to that i mean and just a- as as my wife pointed out like just be transparent be real and understand that um, you having issues does not mean that like your marriage is in shambles, you know. I, I or not fixable. Or not fixable. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I think we often panic because we we have this unrealistic expectation when we go in, like you know, well, because I got married now, you know, it's just gonna be you know sugar and honey. And yeah. Just yeah. nah, nah, marriage is work. And that, and that's true. Hard. I remember when we first got married. I used to, every time
3: we would get into an argument or a disagreement, I would be ready to pack my clothes. But why did you marry me? I guess we would get a divorce. Then I remember my husband saying, "Why you always go to a divorce so because yeah, yeah, yeah. we have an yeah, argument?" Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And that's what I was used to. If things not perfect, if mm-hmm. things not right, yeah, yeah, that means he didn't really want me. I don't right. know why you married me. Exactly. And I had to grow past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you this, Wayne, because I, I hear you saying about being transparent, and that's something that I say all the time. Yes, ma'am because that's how God uses me mm-hmm. now it's it's to me it seems easier for women mm-hmm. to be to acknowledge uh, or even say being transparent
1: I would agree with that but
3: a lot of times men I would agree with
2: that are mm-hmm. just
3: not s- that apt or quick to be transparent yeah how hard is it or was it for you not just for the podcast but even in your marriage when you say ask the tough questions and just get naked and Transparent before your spouse. How hard is it for you? And I want you to say this to other men. Mm -hmm. How hard is it? Was it for you, or is it for you to really be open, transparent, naked right before your wife and say, "Look, I don't have it all together." Right, right. Because exposing a weakness for a man just seems to me be a little harder.
1: Exactly. And I mean, uh, to your point, like a lot of that is cultural because a lot of us, uh, you know, in in general, view men as not being not only not needing to express our emotions Mm -hmm. but not really being capable of doing that there you go like you know it's it's almost as if men are seen as not having any emotional intelligence yes and that's that's not necessarily true i think it was hard for me because i I had to get past you know that whole cultural stigma of you know being emotional as a man and also um my wife her personality is very 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 type a uh she's (laughs) she's yeah she you know she's she's militant not in a bad way but just like she's she's so she's so much more structured and and organizational than me and so like you know a a talk for me where i'm like okay i just need to you know get this off my chest she wants to set it up like a meeting like it's you know (laughs) i'm like i'm like babe i just want to i just want to rap with you you know it's like but but um getting past that uh cultural stigma and also sometimes you know feeling like you know my wife wasn't necessarily the best at like, offering sympathy, mm-hmm. I had to get past that because uh, I can't necessarily let that stop me from uh, expressing my emotions because ultimately, even though she may not you know be the best at it at times, that doesn't mean that she doesn't care. And so it's unfair for me or uh, it's unfair to her when I don't express myself because she may want to help but may not necessarily know the best way to unless I communicate that to her. So mm. um, I had to really had to really see that it wasn't just about my inability to express my emotions I'm also keeping my wife in the dark because I'm not willing to at times say how I'm feeling and as a result that that puts a burden on her that I may not realize at that moment so um so
3: when you're not met with that um what you may call acceptance from her or being able to be emotional you're not able to be emotional Mm -hmm. when you because you feel that's how you're going to be met sometimes you don't
1: yeah yeah yeah, it, it, communicate your. It, it, feelings. Shuts, it shuts me down, but that that doesn't do anything uh, positive or beneficial to either one of us. So
3: how do you remedy that? And I'm asking this, I'm being selfish because yeah, yeah, no that's doubt. me. No
1: doubt. Um, so how
3: do you remedy that?
1: Um, first off, just being mindful of it, just being aware of it, and and just really kind of. Uh, thinking back on past experiences where my not sharing with their caused rifts that were completely unnecessary because I found in a lot of instances, you know, one of the ways that we tend to cope with um, our issues is we find a way to laugh about it. Mm -hmm. Like we find a way to laugh about an argument that we might've had. um, You know, we'll, 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 you know, use little jabs and digs and it's, it's a way for us to cope. And it's also a way for us to kind of gauge where we're at in our feelings, because if we take a jab, and then she sees my facial expression kinda change. She's like, Oh, okay, too soon. You yeah. <laughs> <No? laughs> But um but yeah, um it's I- I'd say being aware, being mindful, and uh praying. Um prayer is big. So um, keeping
3: Jesus at the center. For sure. The core of your relationship. For sure. Makes everything not not I'm not saying so spiritual that you're not earthly good, but makes everything right it keeps you mindful
1: it, it, it does because um we we have we each have our own perspectives we each have our own opinions about things yeah and so it's good to have a third opinion that brings you both in line yeah because you know if, if we just get stuck on what i think and what she thinks we're gonna go at it all day all day long. whereas if we okay. have, whereas if we have an objective standard to go by like you know okay she might be getting on my nerves royally but then again the Bible does say you know, Love your wife as Christ Love the church yeah. So keeping that in mind As opposed to what I'm feeling In that moment Kind of helps bring me in line And vice versa It's like, it's like Jesus offers this uh, Aside from the obvious Spiritual benefits You know like peace mm-hmm. And love and joy And that kind of stuff He offers a perspective That draws you both Back in line You know so.
3: Absolutely So we're at the bottom Of the hour now So what would be the last thing That you would Want to say to everyone listening especially couples because you seem you two seem to have a hang on a, a handle on this oh thing no, so we're trying. <laughs> we're trying i know and i'm pre- <laughs> ever love learning that. yeah <laughs> ever learning for sure yeah what would you like for our
0: listeners to know about marriage at golgotha before um, we leave well we definitely want to um invite everyone to um to tune in to the podcast um they can download it um, on if you have an Apple device, mm-hmm. you know. Apple
1: Podcast. Um, if you have an Android, I'm not gonna hold that against you. But um, oh, <laughs> <there's no> shade. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But um, no, Google Podcast is probably the best way to listen to it uh, okay. on an Android, um, because you don't really have to download an app. But if you're in the apps, um, we're on uh, Radio Public, we're on Spotify, um, we're on Stitcher. I think there's a couple others, but um, I would say all in all, as far as your device, just Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Podcasts are the best way to check us out. And then just go to Marriage at Golgotha. We also have a site. Yes, ma'am. Okay. We can get the episode. What is there. your website? Um, marriage at Golgotha.com. Yep. Um, okay. Just in case you need to spell it, uh, M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A.com. You're Amen. so smart. Be blessed.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm -hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us
2: out. All right, everyone. Uh, You can catch us on Facebook. Just type in Marriage at Golgotha. Uh, It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A. And be sure to like our page, too. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is M at G underscore podcast. That's M A T G underscore podcast. Now, we found that for our Apple users and for our Android users, there are two really quick and simple ways to listen. So if you're if you got an iPhone or an iPad or an Apple product, you can check us out on iTunes for our Android users check us out on google podcast you don't have to download an app you can just plug and play and listen to us that way and as always you can check out our website it's marriage at golgotha.com that's m-a-r-r-i-a-g-e-a-t-g-o-l-g-o-t-h-a we want to get it out there not because we're looking to be famous but because we really believe god's giving us something to say and we really just like the conversations
0: that's right so please remember to keep it real keep it live Keep Christ in your marriage.
3: Eight to the men. sleep. sleep the dream mm-hmm. Said that you would, Well, you at? you ain't? up if you ain't bad. I'm I
0: been bad in that Dallas, but I stay cuz I drink jump. 6 years in